0: Shalom, and welcome to this week's Think Jewish. This week's title is The Totality of Life, subtitle, Understanding the Essence of Stability. In way of introduction, in the world of Kabbalah and Hasidus, the definition of stability carries two dimensions, one greater than the other. The first definition of stability is to defy the evolution of change. That which is subject to change is not truly stable. Only that which is infinite by nature and thus beyond the evolution of finite changes, changes that are obligatory in the finite realm can truly be called stable. The second and greater definition of stability in the world of Kabbalah and Hasidism is that which can clothe itself infinitely within the finite world of change, maintaining its infinite stability throughout. This is the ultimate definition of stability, which does not need to negate change; rather, it maintains its infinite stability throughout all change the difference of the two definitions of stability is an outcome of the two different realms of infinite the first definition of stability comes from the realm of definition which defines itself as infinite and thus by definition negates the finite while the later and greater definition of stability comes from the realm of infinite which is the realm of essence essence does not define itself by anything infinite or finite and thus does it not need to negate anything finite or infinite rather within essence all simply coexists. thus this realm of stability this realm of infinite can close itself within the finite while maintaining its being infinite these two layers of stability are found in the Torah's verse upon the totality of Sarah's life the opening verse of this week's Torah portion is and the life of Sarah was 100 years and 20 years and seven years The years of the life of Sarah. Let us look at what Rashi says upon this verse. And the life of Sarah was 100 years and 20 years and 7 years. The reason that the word years was written after every digit is to tell you that every digit is to be expounded, expounded upon individually. When she was 100 years, she was like a 20-year-old regarding sin. Just as a 20-year-old has not sinned because she is not liable to punishment, so too when she was 100 years old, she was without sin. And when she was 20, she was like a 7-year-old as regards to beauty. Then Rashi quotes the closing of the verse, the years of the life of Sarah, and explains all of them, equally good. So we see here that the verse makes two statements of stability. One statement of stability is by listing all the different digits of hundreds, tens and singles separately. After which, the verse states the second definition of stability by repeating and stating the all-encompassing statement of the years of the life of Sarah in this lecture we are going to explore these two definitions of stability as as they define themselves within the heavenly emanations the kabbalistic level the soul's faculties and to its practical forms of serving God let us begin based upon the verse of mankind's creation let us make man in our image and likeness Kabbalah and Chasidis study the image and likeness of the heavenly worlds and heavenly emanations and then find their reflection within the image of the human soul so too we will do in this lecture firstly for our purpose the heavenly worlds divide in primarily three levels the first level is the world of Atzilut, known as the world of unity and the world of divinity within this world there are the ten emanations as they are completely transparent and one with God the second level is the three worlds of creation, formation, action which are beneath the world of Atzilut. these worlds are known as the worlds of separation and, the, and as the worlds of ego Within these worlds the ten emanations are of the nature of separation where the coarseness of the vessel denies the illumination of the light and it denies the unity of the vessels with the light. The third level is the above Atzilut. This realm of worlds defies the, wor- the word world and defies the word emanations as we know it so this is concerning the kabbalistic understanding of the heavenly worlds now let's move on to understanding the heavenly emanations the hundreds the tens and the singles the different digits in the verse concerning Sarah's age so Now that we have a general understanding of the three levels of worlds, we can now look into the Kabbalistic interpretation of the separate digit categories of the verse upon Sarah's life. We're going to quote the words and we're going to explain what this refers to. And the life of Sarah. This refers to the 10th emanation, that of the feminine mystique called kingship. This emanation is most represented as the moon which has no light of its own rather it is gifted with being able to reflect the lights of above itself so too it is called the cup kingship the tenth emanation is called the cup which is filled from the emanations above itself and feeds it to the worlds beneath itself this kingship the life of Sarah is defined by the following numbers which fill her up the next words of the verse was 100 years the realm of hundreds represents the supernal crown where within one there is the completion of 10 each compiled of all 10 10 times 10 thus the supernal crown has the oneness which is of 100 years the next digit the 10s and 20 years the realm of 10s totaling 20 represents the realm of intellect wisdom is 10 and understanding is 10 intellect is broad and thus each emanation of intellect are each compiled of 10 totaling 20 years and then we go on to the next digit of the verse and seven years The realm of singles is the realm of emotions. The emanation of emotions are narrow in the sense that each has place only for their own experience of feelings. Thus, the sum total of the seven emotions is seven years. So there we have the concept of kingship, the life of Sarah, the feminine mystique which is filled of 100 years, which comes from the supernal crown, the 20 years, which comes from the intellects, and 7 years, which comes from the emotions. Then the verse closes with the years of the life of Sarah. Upon this all-encompassing repetition of the words years of the life of Sarah there are contradictory teachings let us look into the contradictory teachings in Rabbi Shalom Dovber of Lubavitch in his teachings we find the contradiction that in one place he defines this as kingship descending into the lower worlds of creation formation and action so after the verse first defines how Sarah exists within the world of Atzilut, where the kingship, the feminine mystique, is filled. That cup is filled with all the emanations of the world of unity, which is the supernal crown. One hundred years, the intellect, the twenty years, the emotions, the seven years. Then the verse goes on to say the years of the life of Sarah which is when kingship fulfills its job of descending into the lower worlds of creation, formation, action, the worlds of separation. This would be the descent from the world of Atsilut into the worlds of separation where while in other teachings where here comes the contradiction while in another teaching he defines this all-encompassing statement of the verse the words, the closing words, the years of the life of Sira as the oneness of recognition and humility. Interesting concept, we'll soon explain that. However, this dichotomy of a oneness of recognition and humility is only possible in the above atzilot. So here we have the contradiction on the one hand the all-encompassing closing statement of the years of the life of Sarah is defined as the descent from the world of unity, atzilut into the lower worlds of creation and formation and action which is the worlds of separation. Yet, in another teaching he explains that this is the oneness of recognition and humility which is only of the experience of above Atsilot. Now let us understand for a moment what is this oneness of recognition and humility. It'll help us understand the contradiction between the two interpretations of that all-encompassing statement, closing statement of the verse, years of the life of Sarah. What is the concept of oneness of recognition and humility and especially within the human soul? Kingship as it reflects itself within the human soul is an innate experience of regality. Simply speaking, we each have probably experienced that when a certain person usually physically tall, dark hair, piercing eyes of clarity with a a regal posture and gait. When he enters the room we cannot help but sense the regality of his presence. We don't know who the man is. He hasn't said anything nor has he interacted with us yet something about his presence dominates the rooms and lifts it up to an experience of regality. We suddenly sit up take our feet off the coffee table and lower our tone of voice. This is the innate faculty of kingship within the human soul. In Chassidus, this is the true experience of a king within himself. Yet on the other hand, kingship as mentioned above is all about a total humility knowing that on its own it is only a vessel the cup, to transmit that which is above it. The true individual of regality, that person we were talking about who steps into the room and captures a presence, the true individual of regality carries within himself or herself a stunning sense of humility. Now, how can such a deep recognition of self and regality Coexist with such a stunning sense of humility. Even in the transparent world of Atzilut, the world of unity and the world of divinity, the vessels and the lights are two, united as one. But not truly one, they are two. The vessel is a vessel and the light is a light. Thus only within the essence within the worlds of above Atsilut can such a oneness of recognition and humility exist. Thus we understand now the contradiction, the dichotomy of the two interpretations of Rav Sholem of Lubavitch on that all-encompassing closing statement of the verse of the life of Sarah these is the years of the life of Sarah. In the teachings of Menachem Mendel of Lubavitch, from 1789 to 1866 he lived, he explains the mystical teachings on the verse, One man out of a thousand I found, but a woman among all these I did not found. This is a verse from King Solomon. Let's see how he defines the mystical teachings of this verse. One man, this refers to Abraham, out of a thousand, this refers to the world of Atzilut, But a woman, this refers to Sarah. Among all these, this refers to the world of Atzilut. I did not find, this refers to because Sarah is from the level of above Atzilut. So once again, we have that while Abraham is the experience of the world of Atzilut, the world of unity, the world of divinity, Sarah, she represents the experience of above Atsilut. Okay, however, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Lubavitch goes on to explain Sarah's position is to bring the experience of Abraham from the world of Atsilut into the worlds of creation, formation, and action. Thus, we have a contradiction. On the one hand we just said that Sarah is the experience of above Atzilut and yet we go on to explain that Sarah's position is to bring the experience of Abraham from the world of Atzilut into the worlds of creation, formation and action Thus we have the same contradiction that we find in the teachings of his grandson Rapshalem Shalom Dovber of Lubavitch However Rabbi of Lubavitch goes on to explain the contradiction The answer is that these two positions of Sarah Are the inner and outer dimensions of Sarah Where it is specifically the inner dimension of Sarah Being from above Atzilut, That allows her to bring the Abraham experience Of the world of Atzilut Into the world's of creation, formation, action. As we discussed in our introduction, the world of Atzilut, defined as infinite and unity, negates the separation and finite confines of the worlds of creation, formation, and action. Therefore, the world of Atzilut on its own cannot descend into the worlds of separation. It must negate them. However, it is specifically the essence light of above Atzilut, that inner dimension of Sarah which simply defines itself as essence this can bring the infinite ex- experience of Abraham from Atzilut, the world of unity into the worlds of creation, formation, action the worlds of separation thus the contradiction is resolved The two definitions of the years of the life of Sarah which are A above Atzilut, and B drawing Atsilut into creation, formation and action are truly one and the same. It is talking about the greater stability defined by the interior and exterior of Sarah where the interior above Atsilut is what empowers the exterior drawing into creation, formation, and action. Before we take it to the human soul dimension, let us take it one notch deeper into the gabbalistic dimension of worlds and emanations. Rabbi Dover of Lubavitch, who lived from 1773 to 1827, defines the two dimensions of the years of the life of Sarah as follows. The higher dimension of Sarah, the above atzilut, all the way up into, and he quotes from the Book of Formation, above one, what do you count? And the lower dimension being, and he quotes here, the Talmud, the head of Abraham in the arms of Sarah. This refers to the descent into creation, formation, and action where the work of refinement and correction takes place. So let's go over this again. Rabbi of Lubavitch defines the two definitions of that closing statement, the all-encompassing closing statement of the verse, the years of the life of Sarah. He defines the inner dimension, the above atzilot, as all the way up into where we say above one what do you count he then defines the second definition of this words the lower dimension of Sarah being the head of Abraham in the arms of Sarah this is the descent into creation formation action for a purpose for the work of refinement and correction of the worlds of separation Rabbi Dov then goes on to explain that the two dimensions of Sarah refer to two different eras the lower dimension refers to the time of exile the era where the refinement and correction of the fallen sparks takes place and here he explains and this brings us to the second era the greater era, the higher dimension of Sira, the era of the world to come the era of Mashiach where the inner dimension of the above Atzilut, the above one, what do you count will be experienced here in the worlds of creation, formation and action so in this teaching the greater stability of essence light not only empowers the above, from above, the lower dimension of the work of drawing Atzilut into creation, formation, and action drawing unity into separation rather the word of refinement and correction within separation that work brings us into the experience of essence unity So while the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe of Dobrev Lubavitch he resolved the contradiction by saying that the lower dimension is empowered by the higher dimension so the years of the life of Sirah represents both the above Atzilut the uh, inner essence dimension of Sira which is that which empowers the lower dimension of the words the years of the life of Sarah which is to descend into the world of separation and to do the work of correction and refinement there. However, Abdober Lubavitch takes it to the next level not only does the higher level empower the lower level but also the lower level brings us into the higher level the work of the descent into the world of separation to create the tikkun the correction and the refinement of the fallen sparks this ushers us into the higher experience of the above one, the above atzilut, Thus the work of exile ushers us into the era of Mashiach. It's not just an empowerment from above, rather one brings us into the other. However, it gets even deeper. Even in this teaching of Rabbi Dovber of Lubavitch, the two levels of Sira are separated by time. First, there is the lower level of correcting separation which is the era of the exile which later brings us into the essence experience of the greater stability, the world of Mashiach. Therefore, he goes on to yet go even deeper. He quotes the teachings of our sages upon the verse and liken yourself to a gazelle This is a verse of King Solomon in the book of Songs. Our sages in the Talmud explain this verse. Just as the gazelle, when he sleeps, one eye is open. Sleep refers to exile, the time of descent into the work of refinement and correction in the world of separation. And nevertheless, the secret of this teaching is that even then there lies within the time and expe- within the time of exile there is the experience of the one eye is open the essence experience of above atzilut so here we take it to the deepest level thus we understand that the essence of above atzilut is not found in the stability of atzilut which defines itself only by infinite but only in the greater stability of descending into the work the worlds of separation only in the descending into the finite realm of change there can be truly experienced the essence the greater stability of above Atzilut. Now, let us define this in our human soul and its service to God. So, within the human soul, let us define the three levels of the worlds. Atsilut, the world of Atzilut, the world of unity and divinity is the intellect and the emotions in which service of God is the experience of perception and feelings a beautiful and powerful experience and service of God the world of above atzilut to the point of above one what do you count this refers to the essence of the soul it is the service of experiencing the ultimate stability of absolute oneness with God then there is the worlds of creation formation and action the worlds of separation, of ego. This is the service that is empowered, it brings us to, and within it already exists the open eye of the gazelle, the essence of the soul. What is this service and faculty of the soul? It is the service of obedience. We are talking of the obedience of performing the mitzvot within the physical world of ego and separation How do we do this? Through our thought, that's the world of creation Through our speech, that's the world of formation and through our action, that's the world of action It is specifically the dry service of obedience and not the rich service of perception and feelings which is the service of greater stability it is remaining reliable regardless of the evolution of our mind and our heart our perception and our feelings it is this service of obedience this greater stability the reliable one that is open to embrace the ultimate infinite experience of essence and thus, in closing, we now understand what the verse is telling us. It is the totality of life. It is to understand our soul's power of the essence of stability. While many of us love to live in the rich realm of our a perception and our feelings for God, the ultimate essence of stability is when we descend into the faculty of obedience of thinking what we're supposed to think and not thinking of what we're not supposed to think. Speaking what we're supposed to speak and not speaking of what we're not supposed to speak. And the actions of doing what we're supposed to do and not doing what we're not supposed to do. It is this simple lower dry experience of the obedience of doing mitzvot that can maintain the greater stability and opening itself up to the ultimate intimate experience of the essence of our soul Thank you